All right, everybody, welcome back to We Dig Tennessee. I'm your host, Matt Mingus. Glad to have you guys listening. Uh, got a, I think we got a good episode in store for you today. Uh, we got a guest with us here, uh, Mr. Mickey Hamilton. Mickey, how are you, man? I'm doing great. Uh, well, Mickey, um, man, I always kind of like to kick these things off by just kind of getting to know you and you letting the membership kind of know who you are, where you're from, uh, how you got to got into our industry and, and what you do. So man, if you don't mind, we'll just start there. I got a lot of years. How far you want me to go back? <laughs> <laughs> as far as you can do, man. Okay. I started, uh, I started with AT&T shoot back in 1979, um, in their construction engineering department. Um, as the years rolled on, I did more and more engineering, and then they got into the uh, roadway construction design. And I kept noticing that, you know, if, if little things had been tweaked, we could have made some major changes and saved a lot of money. But anyway, I retired from AT&T after 25 years and uh, came to Gresham Smith and started doing utility coordination. Um, the way that occurred is, is I... I talked with TDOT. They were familiar with me and some of my suggestions, and, and they uh, they thought it would be good that if I could get with one of these firms that, that we could uh, make some, some headway and some changes. And anyway, I've worked with Gresham now for coming up on 18 years next month. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't, Man, when we first started talking, I didn't realize you'd been with Gresham for 18 years now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we never met person to person. You probably thought I was about a thirty-year-old, but I'm I'm actually sixty-six. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, yeah, cause I I know we talked a little bit before we we did the podcast, and you kind of gave me your background a little bit. But I, man, I guess I just didn't connect the dots. You've been at Gresham for eighteen years. That's that's awesome. Sure have. Yep. Sure have. What is it? Um that you that that you guys are doing um at Gresham working with TDOT what is it that you guys are doing that uh, is is cuz from what i understand it's really working to improve uh utility coordination and and kind of eliminating headaches for contractors once we get out on these jobs right right we uh I, let me back up a little bit one thing i did with uh, Gresham along with Mark Holleran we wrote the utility guidebook for TDOT and as we were doing that, you know, my thoughts would, would get a little deeper into, into issues. And, and, and I would think, well, you know, we could probably convince them to do this a little bit different and it would work out. And then I started thinking back to my AT&T days and, and I was guilty um, of not working with the other utilities. Uh, you know, for instance, if, if I'm on a pole line, I wasn't contacting the gas company or the water company or sewer uh, to see what they were doing. And, and I recognized during that guidebook um, development that, you know, people are not talking. There there's needs to be more conversation and more team effort put into these projects. And I'm blessed with having a lot of very talented roadway engineers at Gresham. And they, they could see the light at the end of the tunnel also. So we started at first just working within our group, our design group, trying to resolve conflicts uh, on the jobs that we were designing. I would work with the utility companies in that uh, respect, you know, maybe to shift a, a, a um, storm drain or something or put a different type storm drain or move the pipe a little bit further out under the curb instead of 
back in the grass strip, that type of thing. And that led to um, us talking with the Region 3 folks and TDOT about trying to do this on, on all jobs, especially the major jobs. Um, there's so many things to think of, uh, clear zone issues, um, undercut issues. Um, but we would, we would ask the utility companies. As a matter of fact, I got a meeting later on today. We asked them to get their plans into us in DGN format so we can overlay them. And once we overlay them, we find, try to find all the conflicts and address issues that they probably wouldn't even think about and uh, get them. Then we'll come back and, and have another meeting with a spreadsheet that lists out all these conflicts and what we suggest they do to correct them. And um, I mean, we've, we've um, eliminated hundreds of conflicts on these projects. Um, feel like they're going out pretty clean. Of course, you can't catch 100% of them, but we'd like to catch 99%. And uh, I think right now, I think TDOT has been very pleased with it, and I know the contractors have. Yeah, I, I, I'd say you're absolutely right. I know... Um, in the past for, for, in my career, we, you know, we do a lot of natural gas work for the local gas companies here in, in middle Tennessee and in central Kentucky. And, uh, anytime there's a TDOT project going on, um, may not involve gas, but there's usually whatever utility they're doing, there's a conflict with a gas line and then they're held up waiting on us to get out there to move the gas line. And that pulls us off of projects and so on and so forth. So it sounds like it, it, really makes things go very smooth well that's the that's the goal try to make it a little smoother uh another thing we've done on several projects when we know there's real long uh, length order levels for for say poles sometimes poles are 26 week items but when the project is let and awarded you know it, it doesn't make sense to wait 26 weeks for pole <clears throat> so we've in several cases have done a separate contract through TDOT or TDOT's done this contract with the, with the utility owner and order the materials in advance and, and store them on the job site <clears throat> so that when, when the project is regardless of who gets it, materials are there. So you save like 26 weeks right off the top. Yeah. Once you're awarded the contract, you can go to work. That's right. That's right. And of course, they, you know, it, it, it doesn't happen immediately because they've got to get their erosion control up, get the clearing done, get it all staked. But you're not waiting 26 weeks. You've got them. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I can definitely uh, see the value in that because that's uh, material is always an issue. And, and especially these times that we're in right now, I feel like there's always a. Uh, something on back order, something on delay that, that, that we're waiting on. Uh, so I, 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 that's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, so how's it, um, so you say TDOT's kind of liking the way it's working, huh? Oh, I think they, I think they definitely do. And, and I know that the, the um, consultants, the design consultants like it and they'll all admit to you <clears throat> that they don't beforehand, they never took the time to contact the other utilities. I mean, the gas company wouldn't contact the water, uh, sewer. Uh, I mean, it was just a, a mess. But by forcing them, but by having them come in to a meeting and see what we're seeing and, and being able to trade um, information and make suggestions to them, it 
really uh, open their eyes and, and they they work real hard together. Um, we've been able to find all kinds of issues regardless of what the, the utilities are seeing as far as conflicts, but survey issues. You know, one may be using the U.S. measurements, others using the European as far as the job. And, and we have to get all that squared away to make sure everything lines up. So. Yeah, it, it definitely sounds like it's saving contractors, utilities, everybody involved time and money because uh, there's, you know, it used to be people, you, you put out a project, you, or you get a project, you go out there, you start digging, you run into something then you got to back up and punt and get that dealt with or find a way around it. Or so if, if everybody's on the same page, everybody can get out there, get the digging, get their job done and been, you know, in a timely manner that, you know, it makes the contractor feel great. And it, well, it helps, it helps utility budget that in that way. It's not a, you know, an emergency relocator or anything like that. Right. And then there's other cases where we've gotten involved with the phasing uh, because that has not been looked at on the front end. And uh, it causes problems because, okay, you've ordered your poles, you got them here, but nobody knows what, what the phasing is. Come to find out you have to do some temporary work. Well, we try to identify that on the front end so they can go and get those materials ordered too. And um, that's really been helpful. Wow, I didn't even, I didn't even consider that. That's yeah, that would be a huge help. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of some other things that we've, uh, you know, the clear zones. Uh, that's that's been an issue. Um, you know, you go out with a, a road that's got sheet flow. Of course, sometimes they have to; those poles have to be, you know, twenty feet off the road to meet the clear zone, or even further. And um, we try to we try to make sure that everybody what they're proposing meets meets the requirements. You know, the clear zones and um, uh, National Electric Safety Code clearances. Um, one thing we're fighting right now is we're trying to get more information on the signal poles because right, utilities don't get those signal plans. So it's kind of hard for them to know what size poles to place over them. Or um, utilities don't know whether they can bury or should they bury past them or should they get on the pole line and go attack real high. Uh, it, it's just a, they don't know because we don't have those plans. And I'm trying, trying to push uh, to get those plans earlier. So it sounds like um, y'all's main goal is just to get everybody to communicate, really. I mean, that's kind of what it sounds like it comes down to, get everybody to communicate. Yeah, that's a that's a huge thing. I, I've always been a part of, I mean, I consider myself a part of a team. Uh, you know, that goes all the way back to my days of kickball, <laughs> football. Um, but I, I've always felt like get everybody in the same huddle then you can, you can get them going in the same direction. Uh, right. A lot of moving parts, but, but if you can get everybody moving in the same direction and cooperating with each other, you're going to have a great team. That's right. All right. Well, that man, that sounds awesome. Um, so, so what else are you guys working on? Do you guys do, uh, what else does Gresham do? Well, we do, um, of course we do roadway design, um, local program projects do um, of course we've got architectural group and they do um, you know, large buildings hospitals uh, office buildings 
apartment complexes. Uh, we got the water services group that does uh, water and um, sewer design. We do design for electric companies, telephone companies, cable companies, companies, um, <clears throat> pretty much the whole, the whole gambit. Yeah, so it sounds like y'all do a little bit of everything. I think we try to put our finger in as many pies as we can. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Well, ma'am, um, this has been great information, and I hope I hope everybody listening's you know taking away just some 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 things from this. You know, you know it, it's very encouraging as an industry, as Nuka of Middle Tennessee, or or Nuka of East Tennessee, or anybody that's out there digging ditches and laying pipe and and running utilities to hear that there is an effort you know underway to get this coordination and get these things going because we've we've talked to commissioner bright uh transportation commissioner uh and and other folks about finding ways to improve utility projects and road projects and the way these things go and the way that they flow and and you know we tried to been trying to say hey you know we're the experts and we're the ones digging these ditches putting these pipe in the ground we're, we're happy to talk with you about it and it's very encouraging to hear that you guys have, have got a strong foothold on it already well i hope we do and i'm sure there's more opportunities out there to to improve um, we just got to bring them to light that's right and uh, but like you guys are doing trying to get everybody to communicate and get in the same huddle and get on the same page man it's that's where you got to start and i i think you guys are are doing great work i'm encouraged to see it uh, and so, like I said, it just as an industry, that's very exciting and very, I don't, I really know how to put it into words. I'm just excited about it. <laughs> well, I tell you what, other states are starting to recognize it too. And the feds, feds have recognized it. They've, they put some uh, publications about how you really need to work with utilities a little more. I'm actually working with the state of Mississippi to do some, uh, changes to their, and, um, hopefully we can get in some of these other states and help them. I was going to ask you if you guys worked uh, in some other states because a little bit of the same premise is what I, I kind of hear from Georgia when in their one call law where they have their large project tickets. Any tick, any one calls turned in over, I can't remember the exact parameters, a certain footage, then all, then all the utilities in the area of that ticket, the contractor, everybody has to get together and come up with a plan. So I was curious if you guys had had some influence on some stuff like that. Well, I don't know how much we've had down there. We've got an office in, in uh, Georgia, and I know we work with uh, the utility folks uh, quite a bit down there. i tell you one other thing we do. If we see a conflict, we're not real sure exactly where all the uh, utilities are. <clears throat> we can get, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we can get um, Sue involved, subservice engineering and we'll hydro vac it and take shots on it so we'll know exactly where things are okay so is so is that kind of if you guys run into a utility that maybe doesn't have the best records or best maps is that kind of the way y'all y'all handle it to start working that's through the right. process? yeah that's right okay that's pretty cool yeah sue's an interesting thing how often do you guys have to utilize that well um uh, it's not real often. Uh, there have been some cases. I think we've got some down in Memphis on Lamar that we're working on now um, with Wilson Associates. And then uh, on Franklin Road here in Brentwood, of course, it was not it was not a um, 
project that we looked at early. This came up during the project when we, we got involved in the utility coordination during construction, which is another thing I do. Uh, we noticed that the, the plans that were out there would not work because it hadn't been deconflicted. Uh, there were gas lines and water lines on top of each other. There was AT&T conduit running down through there that they weren't really sure about. So a lot of that was um, hydrovac jobs taken on it. And our engineers did some adjustments on the storm drainage so we wouldn't have to get AT&T to move a major duct run for quite a long distance. It would have taken a year and cost several million dollars. So by doing that check and, and, and doing the sue and, and making the modifications to the storm drainage, uh, we saved a ton of money for, for AT and I mean, for TDOT. That's awesome. So when you guys, when you guys do utilize Sue, do you, cause I know you got your A, B, C and D levels of Sue and how they kind of go about that process. Do you guys start at D and kind of progress as you need or, or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, you know, when we see that it's pretty evident that there's going to be a major conflict, but we don't know where everything is, then we we get the hydrovax in there. All right. Well, man, we've been talking for about twenty minutes now. Um, so, I, you got any um, any final thoughts for us as we kind of wrap this thing up? Well, let me think. Uh, the main thing is communication. Everybody's got to communicate. You cannot assume that just because you're going to place a pole at a certain location that you're not going to be in conflict with a storm drain or undercut or ditch or, or storm drainage. You just got to really check it out. And it, part of the team effort is, um, you know, TDOT doesn't know anything really about utilities. And utilities don't know anything about roadway construction. So we're kind of the middleman. I, I got that toolbox that I use, the utility, I mean, the um, – roadway designers and then i've got all the, the different utility con contacts plus my experience to to try to get those things uh, married together um you know they, they didn't know a lot of them don't know about the clear zones um so you know anyway all that communication is helpful absolutely and i think and you know like i said a little bit earlier that communication is where everything starts you know for us to improve our industry for us to better that relationship with TDOT and with the road builders and everybody involved in all these projects is, is we've got to start communicating and being willing to talk one another and, and, and listen. So I, like I said, it, man, it is just so encouraging to hear that you guys are, you know, really building that platform and, and starting to, you know, really make headway with TDOT and making these projects flow in everyone's best interest. Uh, so man, I, Thank you again for coming on. It's been a pleasure talking with you. And if you don't mind, I'm going to add in the show notes here for anybody listening, uh, your email address, if anybody's got, got any questions for you. Sure. That's fine. Okay. I'll do that and, and add you guys' uh, company website so people can click on it and take a look at you. Perfect. All right. Man, well, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. No, you're welcome. All right, guys, I want to again say a huge thank you to Mickey for coming on and giving us some insight into what's going on out there with utility coordination and some of the TJOT projects, and hopefully that that is going to start to spread to some other municipalities and utilities and, and, and how we coordinate these projects to benefit all. You know, it, it, it's just such a great concept. It makes me look at it and go, hmm, 
Well, why haven't we thought about that before now? Because it just it makes it so simple, so easy, flow, be so smooth. So let, let's just hope and continue to push that, uh, you know, anywhere we can to help our industry. Um, and with that, guys, we'll do some chapter news here. Uh, in East Tennessee, we got a axe throwing event coming up on November 20th, noon to 3 p.m. at 865 Axe Throwing. So if you guys want to get uh, get signed up for that, get in contact with Wendy, the executive director from nu- from uh, Nuka of East Tennessee, just wendy at nuka.com, and she'll get you... Uh, get you on the list and then uh december 9th is the nuke of east tennessee holiday party at calhoun's on the river that's going to be a great one guys calhoun's on the river is great uh so again if you guys want to get signed up for that get in touch with wendy wendy at nuka.com and she'll get you get you signed up for that uh here in middle tennessee clay shoot coming up next week guys november 13th it's gonna be fun uh shooting starts at 9 a.m registration 8 a.m uh, so let's let's get signed up. I know I know teams got four or five people going, so I'm excited about that. Um, thanks to Ferguson Waterworks and Greg Murphy, they're going to be supplying hand sanitizer and stuff at every station. Um, so we'll we'll be able to socially distance, be able to you know clean our hands, all that kind of stuff. Have have fun at this event. Uh, it's 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 going to be a good one. Uh, and then let's see, still got our each one reach one membership contest going on. So guys. That's going to be ending soon, though. It, it, it ends in November, guys. If you got some people that want to come out and shoot with us to get to know some of the membership, get to see Nuka, have them come. Have them come out. You know, Let, let's go. Let, let's get this thing out there. Um, let's see. Maximizing job efficiencies and equipment operations for civil contractors with Scott Knobloch. Uh He's agreed to do that virtually. So we'll be getting you guys the details out on when and where we're going to do that. And that should be a good one. I, I'm I was disappointed when the restrictions and the uh, mandates and things went up in our area that made us have to, you know, go virtual with that because I think it's going to be great. Um, Scott has traveled the world for Caterpillar, uh, and I think he's going to have some great, great information. Uh, December event, uh, guys, we're going to take that one virtual too. Again, with the addition of more mandates and restrictions and. In the area that the Middle Tennessee chapter covers, uh, we just think it's the best option for us to go virtual at this point. Uh, but we're still going to try and have some fun, you know, do a virtual cocktail hour. Uh, the musician that we had, that was he's going to come on and play a little bit for us. Uh, we're going to also still do our chapter awards, our Ditch Digger of the Year, our awards winners of our best recruiters. So we'll, we'll still have a good little evening. So you guys, you guys want any of that, be checking your weekly emails. There's sign-up links on there. I'll get in touch with Natalie. Uh, midtn at nuka.com to email her and we'll uh, you know we'll, we'll have some fun uh, guys still two board seats open uh, you know if you're a contractor and you want to have a bigger voice in what we're doing a bigger say and the events that the board puts together for the membership all that kind of stuff guys let let us know come be a part of the board you know we're not asking a ton you know we're basically just asking you to participate uh, you know four board meetings a year and, and participate and help us come up with strong ideas and lead this chapter in the right direction so anyway guys with that I'll wrap it up here for today uh, again thank you to Mickey for coming on thank you to Gresham Smith for what they're doing uh, and you guys you guys stay safe out there keep big in Tennessee